Bro, I can hear you guys. Listen. Yeah, I can hear you guys. Zodiac Killer playing in the background. Hey. There we go. That's my thing right there, bro. That's it. <laughs> like, okay. This dude is on a different kind of line, man. Let me let me get all the particulars out, man. This is Next Legacy Radio. I am Brandy here with my guest. Hey, man. Hey, hey. Before you even tapped in, I had a chance to listen to this album that's on Spotify right now. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey. I got to give you credit where credit's due. I got Chess with me. C-H-E-S-S. Chester Gregory and, and listen, I'm a I'm a blast you on social media. I'm gonna put all your go-to stuff as far as where to go get this. I'm a I'm gonna do it justice. And on top of that, this stuff's gonna be on rotation on a regular basis, right? Come like, on now, know, come on, rotation deep, deeper, deeper than just having the interview and just saying peace. You know what I mean? Nah, we exactly. we have something else, you know what I mean? Like we gotta yeah. grow this thing. So welcome to, to the you. show. Welcome to Next Legacy. And listen, I, I got to give you credit, man. Like, if it wasn't for my girl and her pushing your brand, I wouldn't have gotten a chance to get to know you, I feel, in a sense, right? So, and not just that, I listen to your music, your your catalog, your stuff. Salute. Wow. Salute. Man, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Salute. that so much. For this reason, though, for this reason. Because I'm a music guy. I've been doing this thing 15 years, but I, I'm a lover of music all my life. Like, all my life. But deeper than that, and we're going to talk about it later, but I just want to tell you, like, it's a breath of fresh air to hear this stuff. I mean, I'm listening to Zodiac Killer, but clearly, you know, you got a catalog of, of, of stuff that I feel like people need to get to know and vibe. But your whole, your whole aura of music is a vibe. You know what Man. I mean? It's... It's not just something that you can listen to. All right, it's cool. We got a cool beat. The the flavors. It's deeper than that, bro. Like I don't, I don't dig deep to find stuff. But I want to listen and not just be entertained. I want to hear what you got going on. I want to hear, pay attention, and soak in your vibe. And 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 this is what I'm getting for this. You know what I'm saying? Retrograde is is top of the line bro like man thank you but we gotta give it wings and that's why I'm, that's where we gonna have a conversation so before we do all that um i want the listeners to get to know you so chess tell the people a little bit about you yeah give me give me your origin story as far as how you got into music my origin story as to how i got in music well i grew up in gary indiana uh so of course you know one of my idols is michael jackson listen that's, it is what it is, right? Clearly, clearly. Because <laughs> um, I feel like, listen, hey, Chess, if 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 you didn't, if you grew up in Gary and you didn't like the the Jackson Five or you didn't like that whole, some something wrong with you, bro. Right, just something wrong. Yeah, yeah, just it it it, it don't exist. I'm like hey, no, that I'm part, not. that part, <laughs> that part. Go um, ahead, man. I'm sorry, man. Go continue. Uh, so yeah, so um, I've always been a fan of music of um. You know, aside from the work that I've done as an actor, which sometimes included like, you know, some, you know, some plays and musicals and other kind of stuff. I have yeah. always been like a uh, just a deep diehard, like music lover and music fan. And um, and so it's been a passion of mine to just share the type of music that that I love and that shares my journey, my story, my healing journey, my things I enjoy, all of that and trust that it resonates with the right people. Um, you know, I've been blessed to like work with a lot of different people, you know, um, you know, um, Phil Collins, Barry Gordy, um, 
you know, um, I've been in sessions with Stevie Wonder, like all of these wonderful things, but like, I'm so grateful to, to come to a place with chess and retrograde and share this journey of healing and just, you know, trust that it's going to resonate with people. And the response has been crazy. And so that's been, you know, um, really uh, gratifying to me because this took a, it, this took me getting over a hump of self-doubt. Right. Because for a long, you know, I've had a duality in my career, sort of like Childish Gambino and Donald Glover. Um, but I felt like I didn't offer any value to the world if I was trying to share my story, only if I was telling other people's stories. And so with me sharing my story, um, people have really resonated with it and I've been excited and thank you for, you know, giving this wings. Let me, let me, let me ask you about self-doubt though, because I feel like in life, we all have it. We all have it in stages. We all have it. You can layer off decades, like from 10 to mm -hmm. 20 to 30 to 40, there's always going to be a reflection of doubt. What, what about what you were doing that you were thinking that I don't, I don't know what I don't know what this is going to be or look like or whatever. Like what kind of self-doubt that you had in order for you to get over this hump, though? So. Yes, self-doubt is definitely a part of the, the creative process, right? Yeah. They say uh, that um, the, the magic happens like somewhere between absolute self-doubt and just narcissism, right? And so like, yeah. <laughs> facts. So you have like facts. good stuff, right? Yeah. You kind of go back and forth between, oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is great. Oh, I suck. Oh, this is, I can do this. And then it's like, oh, there we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so with me, um, I was just, it got to a point where it was, you know, the seesaw was all the way on the other end. And so it was crippling where I just really just started to doubt everything that I did that was not, you know, in relation to someone else's story. Okay. And um, so me working through that process was a very gradual process, you know, um, and actually what was helpful with that was uh, quarantine. So like, you know, what happened in 2020, a lot of, you know, those of us who are introverts, I'm actually an introvert. A lot of people think I'm an extrovert, but, you know, y'all see me at home, you know, with my phone, <laughs> with nobody's around, pretending I'm talking to one friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I got you. So, I got you. <laughs> so quarantine was great for introverts. Great, and you saw you like it was a thriving time for <laughs> introverts. Like everybody can be at everybody got to be at home. I got to see a bunch of people. No doubt. Turn me up. You know what I mean? No doubt. And so right before that though was me dealing with a lot of self doubt, and so during the quarantine period and all of that, I did like a lot of self work. And you kind of see like the world kind of becoming more polarized after, you know, after we've kind of emerged out of this quarantine period. Yeah. Um, you see those who are actually working on themselves and those who are not. And it's kind of been more of a divide. And right. so um, with me like working on myself, I really, what helped me come out of self-doubt to answer your question was me focusing on taking the focus off myself and really thinking about how can I offer a message to somebody else, but not for the point of trying to save them or anything like that. Let's talk about that in the book, Big Magic, where it's like, I know you want to do your art to try to save me and try to heal me. Don't, <laughs> don't, wow. don't create something based off what you think that I need. Right. Right. Create something that you need and it'll resonate with me if I need it. And so, mm -hmm. 
I focused on that, just like, what is my purpose? What do I want to share? What do I want to offer to the world as I address my own healing and then trust that it'll resonate with who it's supposed to? That took me out of my own head. That got me out of my own way. People started to let me know it was resonating with them. And so, you know, I then, you know, just continue to, to work through it and challenge myself. I find that interesting because... You know, self-doubt ha- can have a, a, a nasty way of coming back and, you know, stunting your growth. You know what I mean? In a lot of different ways. And I feel like, um, you know, I'm not saying you could be a poster child for giving good game as far as how to get out of that. But I feel like you could take different pieces of your own individual growth and share that to the world, which I feel like you do with music as well. Um, so let's go. Let's go retrograde. Um, because I feel like you gave birth to something that's special. Um, and I also feel like you have a lengthy resume. I mean, you threw out Phil Collins like it's really no big deal. <laughs> you, you threw out Stevie Wonder like it's really no big deal. Like, eh, this is what I did, but I mean, bruh, come on, man. Like, those are hey, hey man, hey man, man, those two names alone. Is is gigantic enough, not just in the business, but the way we motivate motivate ourselves in life, man. With music, through music, like people forget that music can be a catalyst to inspiring other people. I mean, you throw out those names, but putting your name out there yourself, retrograde. What was the motivation behind this? Because this is whoo shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm 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 gonna lay it out for you. So I had a retrograde was a vision I had about ten years ago, and I wanted to sort of put together a three part series, um, starting with retrograde about really just about the process that we go through of life, and that knowing that each phase is temporary, right, and knowing you know that um, appreciating and finding what's useful in each phase, right? And so, um, you know, I, I wanted to use the image of the the waning moon and I didn't even know what it meant at the time. I, when I looked at the meaning later, I was like, oh my God, this is like all in alignment. You know what I mean? Right. And so um, retrograde is about much like the waning moon with re- waning moon represents, which is it's a period when the moon is about to be submerged in complete darkness. And that is when, when the, the new moon is, everybody talks about the full moon, right? Right, right. The new moon is when the moon is completely dark. And so it's like a clean slate and all of that. And so the waning moon is right before you get to that, where you are reflecting and you think about the things that did not work and how can you like address what you have allowed, address the, the darker parts like of yourself, the, the crud, in the corners that you didn't clean out all of that kind of stuff no doubt to really like lay and come with a clean slate to then be able to be ready to face the light right and so retrograde is about facing the dark things going backwards things not feeling um um entropy which is like the first song right where it's like things are um inevitably will become disorganized right you know everything at some point faces entropy and so it's like really about addressing that. Come on, man. It's it's a it's a project not just worth uh, spreading the, the word out. But um, when I say it's got to grow, 
it's got to grow because it's coming from an organic place. Like when I listened to it, I mean, clearly we were listening to Zodiac Killer, but you know, man, it's, it's a, it's a, when I say it's a vibe, I, I need that in my music life, Chess. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of people doing music, but they're not creating a vibe. And, And this is just my, this is just my opinion. Um, you could clearly disagree, but do you know where I'm coming from when I say that? Because to me, music is all that. When I think about music, I think about going backwards, listening to stuff before I was even born, and it was a vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that—that's what this project is. And I'm not saying that because you my guest, though. I'm just saying it like real, real yeah. talk because we need this. Why do you think? People are just, and it's crowded. I get it. There's a lot of people out there creating music for whatever agenda they have. Bless their heart, but they're not creating a vibe. Why do you think that is? I think um, in the music industry, um, really, just <laughs> the world today. It's like the. I think one of the most beautiful things about the world today is also one of the most. Uh, <laughs> the worst things about the world today no, too right in the curse. I, get it. That, I get it right it's like <laughs> i get it it's like everybody the great and worst thing is that everybody has a platform <laughs> everybody just like everybody has an opinion right and so Agreed. now you have people who are sharing you know their opinions or their thoughts or whatever but they're not really informed Right. And they're using misinformation to inform other people. And so it's just, uh, but, but on the other end, it's a free market. It's a free world where you can, you know, create a song or whatever on your phone and release it to the world. You know what I mean? Like an hour later, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or in that moment, you know what I mean? And so, so now it becomes about like, okay, so then what, am I going to do like it's we get caught up in like looking and kind of seeing what's out there and trying to duplicate that and all of that and so I had to let all of that go um I had to let all of that go about like trying to think about like what would be hip what would be cool or anything like that and I just went from song to song and thought like okay what is this moment what does this moment sound like Mm -hmm. what am I articulating what am I feeling in this moment Right. Okay. Then that need these drums. You know what I mean? <laughs> then this song, you know, then this song needs to be, you know, this amount of time. You know what I mean? Right. You know. And so I really led with that, and then um, it ended up being in a way where I could like seamlessly kind of tie in the album together. But like I've always been like a fan of like concept albums and things like that. Like one of my favorite albums is an album called "Here, My Dear" by Marvin Gaye. And a lot of people don't know that album because they just know about like what's going on and all that. Right. Yeah, you hear don't my ear. I'm like, that. I gotta you know check I mean? that one out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so um I really, you know, I've been living with the concept and I've had the artwork for retrograde for like a decade. You know what I mean? So I always wanted to do it, but you know, um, and then of course, over the course of 10 years as I grew and evolved, so did the sound of the album and all that. And I had to allow that as well. Cause a lot of times we hold ourselves accountable to dreams that we had when we were six, seven years old. For sure. But like you have grown and evolved. And so you won't allow your dream to, you know what I mean? And so I've granted space to allow, you know, my dreams or, you know, visions or whatever to, to evolve as I do. 
Right. And so it really, you know, started to come together within the last couple of years. And each song you've heard has gone through my engineers and other producers I've worked with and songwriters can tell you <laughs> that every song has gone through like at least like six different revisions until it was finally right. Because I wanted to make sure that everything, you know. So, yeah. Interesting that you mentioned that because retrograde retrograde clearly is is birthed you know because of you but not just you your engineers the people behind the scenes a lot of people that worked on this um it's it's oh chess it's so damn original bro like Man. and i need everybody that that's gonna listen to this and will be listening to just go and stream it buy it get it support it um all streaming networks or whatnot just go get it but let, let me let me talk to you about just the originality of what music means because you know you're you're setting a clear inspirational standard that i feel a lot of people should have i mean yes it's a copycat world yes everybody's doing you mentioned you mentioned podcast i mean there's some people <laughs> there's some there's some people that should do podcasts and some people that should not but same thing with music there's some people that should do music some people that should not but listen if it's your passion if this is what you love it has to come from a center place of originality and not a duplicate of what somebody else is right yep it's like um what's what's the quote uh no one is you and that is your superpower yep right and if you're trying to do something that somebody else did then it's like you're not gonna be able to do that because they did that and they did that the way that only they can do it, you know? Right. And so I, you know, I just, I'm very grateful to have a team of people that was incredibly patient with me during this process. And like, there was a point they thought, <laughs> they thought this album was never going to come out. I'm like, no, it's coming out. We go, it's, it's finally right. You know? Um, so I'm grateful to have people around me that were patient that allowed me to really explore that creative process and like working through that self-doubt was a mug you know what i mean um but yeah yeah hey hey amen to this project chess my guest on next legacy radio and you mentioned team i'm gonna throw it out there i know you gave him a shout out right now but i think a lot of people in this world need to hear it what is what is your team not just because of the project that's that's literally in my opinion you know uh, a a new classic but what is what does your team mean to you as you keep continuing on through your music career right now i think you know a lot of times we will um kind of look at other people that are you know that are making moves in the industry or whatever and think oh i need to work with that person you know what i mean i kind of see it happening across the board right yeah meanwhile you know you may have somebody that's already in your circle that can be there to support you the way that you need to then make the moves that you need to make. You know what I mean? And so right. like, um, for a while, that's what I was thinking about. Like, Oh, I need to work with that person or this one, that, but meanwhile, there were people to my left and right. You know what I mean? So like one of my main producers, um, his name is Steve Wallace. We've known each other for a long time and he's just been incredibly patient. He produced the majority of the songs on the album. Uh, even though the songs have various styles, like, you know, Steve is a person who can handle that. And when I'm like, Oh, you know, I want to, <laughs> I'm going to revamp this or like change the beat or change the key, whatever it is. He's like, okay, just go right to it. You know, and he's been patient. So yeah. So Steve Wallace um, is like my main engineer, but like 
everybody on the album. I'm so grateful to have worked with, um, you know, I'm trying not to name a whole lot of names. So I'm like, I don't want to get nobody, but like, you know what I mean? But like, you know, I, Isaiah Jones, uh, as I start naming names, but like, you know, uh, <laughs> Isaiah Jones is a homie of mine from Chicago. We took a songwriting <laughs> class with Eric Dawkins and, and he, um, and the songwriting class ended up being beneficial to us because we ended up working together. And he was like, okay, I want to be working with you on these songs and not have them released. I'm like, no, they're going to get released. And so like, yeah. he was one of the uh, writers on um, TYFYGB, on Zodiac Killer, and on another song called Drinking a Prayer. Um, but yeah, yeah. Hey, Drinking a Prayer though, I mean, oh God. <laughs> hey, people got to listen to this album, man, I swear. Like, <laughs> I swear by it. This whole thing needs needs a you know it, it's just it just it just needs a, a a door open to open more doors to open more doors and I'm telling you like uh, and I'm saying this as a supporter like I said this man Chess has never had dialogue with me don't know this man yet but as I'm getting to know him I'm appreciate him a lot more but I'm talking about from not just a radio guy's perspective as a fan of music perspective you are not only going to take away from listening to this project. I mean, it's beyond giving somebody like, let's give them five mics. Nah, it's deeper than that. This is diverse music, you know, energy, music with good energy, um, sounds amazing type of product that people needs to share. It is not just a seasonal record. It is a all seasons type of record where you can put this on. It's been raining out here in Cali. You know, you you out yeah, here, yeah. know what time it is. Man, you put this thing on and clean your house and you're good. You know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? You're yeah. good. And you feel in a certain way. You know how it is growing up, man. Growing up, all right, you know what? Especially if your parents had you do it. But as, as grown-ups, if you have your own spot, man, I'm turning up some music. I'm going to go clean the house and I'm going to feel good about feeling good. You know what I'm saying? And this mm -hmm. record does it. You feel wow. me? So it's, it's deeper. I'm telling you, it's deeper than that. And one question I have for you as far as, you know, you talk about the selections, you talk about all the stuff that you had in regards to, you know what, let's do this over, let's do this over. You're searching for perfection. There's a lot of people out there who want to be inspired by you who's been shelving their music for so long. You know what, I'm going to put this out. Now nah, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait five years. No, nope, I'm going to wait. Let's go do it. Now nah, I'm good. What do, you, what do you say to those people? Because again, as I talk bad about the situation that we're overcrowded with musicians, we still need that. Case in yeah. point, you. You Man. have energy, originality, all that stuff. But I know the world still has it. So what do you say to these people who's been shelving their music for so long? What are they waiting on? What are you waiting on? I say, get that out. You know, I have a video about that where I'm saying, like, do that film, do that project, write that book, um, you know, study that subject you always wanted to quit that job go for that job whatever it is right do it because um because the world needs your perspective the world needs you know as much as we talk about like perspectives that people are sharing that are both uninformed and misinformed right um also uh <laughs> again the best and worst thing is that everybody's an expert at something right no doubt <laughs> so you are an expert at something. There is something you have a decade of experience in that you have your 10,000 hours in that people will find value in, right? And so, um, and so I, you know, definitely encourage people to, to do that. Like, imagine me going into a writing session because, like, 
the song titles and all that I've had written in my notes even before the songs were ever created. So imagine me going into it. Like I remember when uh, EJ is one of my main producers. He wrote, he, he uh, produced uh, the Doppler effect. Mm-hmm. And um, imagine me going into a writing session being like, hey, y'all. So I want to write a song called the Doppler effect. <laughs> you know what I'm like, what? what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, it's a Doppler effect. So you know, like how the Doppler effect has um, the observer and the sound is like one way. But then when, when, um, when the object passes the observer, the sound and everything changes is how they can tell when the stars are moving towards us or away from us and all of that. And I'm like, that same dynamic happens in relationships. No when doubt. You meet somebody, they appear to be one way and all that. And, but then when there's distance after the relationship has ended or whatever, our perception and everything of that person has completely changed. Yep. In order for that to happen, the observer has to be stationary. So the song will also admit a lack of growth, therefore acknowledging that growth must happen. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's trying to write this. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, so, you know. And so I I, I, I uh, have, you know, very strong ideas. And uh, I'm glad, again, to have, you know, a team that helped me, like, put those ideas together and simplify them, but yet at the same time lead with that intention and then have people like you who, like, music lovers and all of that who can vibe to it, but then also pick up you know, the deeper meaning behind the stuff that yeah. I you know. yeah. and, and you're not running with a team of yes people though. It sounds no. like you're running you're running with a people of uh hey, why why you want to do this? This sounds great. You're like, nah, but I'm like, yeah, nah, change it. No, nah, I don't yep. want to change it, but you yep. should change it. You know yes. what I mean? Like they're challenging you in certain situations where you're like, oh, these people want the best of me then. Respect. Absolutely. I I am not in any way surrounded by yes people. All my friends are jerks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> hey. like, they, they will tell me the truth. And I love them for it because when they say that, you know, they're they're critical thinkers, they're jerks, they're not afraid to tell the truth, right? And so right. I love it. So that then when you know, um, they do like something or whatever it is. I know it's the truth. I know they're not just telling me yes. And I know that it's already gone through another critical process that, you know, I, first myself and then them. And then like, you know, and so absolutely. I think surrounding yourself with people who are, who encourage you, who love you, but will tell you the truth. You need to right. know, okay, yeah, I see what you're going for, but this ain't hitting, right? But then also you have to trust yourself. Right, because nobody is going to know your vision like you. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this ain't hitting. Okay, cool. I feel you. Thank you for that. Um, I'm gonna put this out anyway. You know what I mean? Or I'm gonna, you know, because because you know what I mean. Like, you can't form a line if you too uh, scared to stand alone. There you go. And so, like, uh, and so it's fine. You know, the balance with that. Um, but yeah, for better or for worse, right? Right? Huh? For better or for worse, right? Yeah. 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 Let me let me ask you this because um, I kind of feel like it's a good place to to bookmark this and talk to you about just the marketing part of it. You heard me say earlier about it had to take my girl who I've known for so long to find you, right? When it comes to stuff like this, so I know the marketing part of what you do and just how music is now. Like I feel like they push a certain maybe few artists or a few people in the forefront. And I'm talking about the Beyonce's, the Cardi B's, the Bruno Mars, or this or that. We'll push them all in the front. And you know how, all right, let, let me let me take it back. You know how 
there's a lot of people who said like, you know, you know, Michael Jordan, right? He was the greatest ever. Great. Everybody calls him the GOAT. Debate it if you want. LeBron, Michael, who knows, right? But there's a lot of people say there was a lot of Michael Jordans before Michael Jordan was, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there that has said that. So I'm saying this to ask you, when it comes to like certain things, finding good music out there, it's still there. But do you feel like you get enough love from the radio stations and others to kind of spread your, your musical worth? Or is it just grassroots? You just got to get it while you can get it, when you can get it. Well, that has always been the hardest part, right? It's like really um, getting the legwork for the projects. Because a lot of times as independent artists, we'll spend so much time on the, on the concept and making sure that, you know, that it's right. And then when we finish the album, we're like, okay, done. And it's like, let's go. No. Let's go. <laughs> right. Let's go. Like, no, you haven't even begun the work. Once the album is out, then a whole nother layer of, of work ha- has to begin. And so, like, I'm very grateful you helping me with with with, with legwork with this um i think um you know and i've also created this music having in mind of today's world you know what i mean like a lot of people use music behind sounds for their videos for their reels and tiktoks and stuff like that and a lot of people have said my my uh music sounds like very cinematic that it belongs on some screen i'm like great put it on all the screens right do it <laughs> <laughs> right, portrait and landscape, all of it. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so, um, and so I did have that in mind as well to kind of um, to think about what people would, how people you know would may want to may see themselves and relate to it, and then record a video to the song. And people have started doing that. Tyfygb has already gotten like a hundred videos to it where people heard the song and they started. They're singing the verses and everything. I'm like, wow, you know what I mean? And like, so that's going to be the next single. But like, people have already started, you know, um, that process of like mm-hmm. relating to it and sharing their music. Do you do you find that? Um, trying to, I'm trying to ask this in a way where I won't get you into a ton of trouble. But um, do you find that you're not just local radio stations, but you know, and, and this station, you know, I'll, I'll tell you more as we as we go about it. Um, I find it easier for myself to just say, hey, this is music. It's good. I'm spinning it as opposed to the politics that goes behind some of the bigger radio stations and other networks out there. Do you find uh, people saying that, hey, the record's good, but I don't know if I can get it ran on said radio station? Um, Let's see. I... I... I haven't heard, you know, I haven't heard much from radio because we're just starting this, I got this you. thing, but I've heard that in the past where it's like, okay, well, what is this? You know, or I will get that question beforehand where people are like, well, what is it? What genre is it? And I'm like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm like, listen, yeah, yeah. you know, and I know every artist be like, I don't know. You can't box me. You can't do it. But when people hear it, they be like, oh, this has a little bit of this, a little bit, you know. And so I'm like, it's modern music, but it definitely has like a retro feel, hence the name retrograde as well. No um, you know, like we bring, like I have bridges in my songs, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that, you know, like, like real ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like some producers I work with their favorite part is the bridge. So I'm like, okay, where, where can we go? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of, you know, song format and stuff. Um, so I'm in the beginning, you know, phases of that. And so, you know, we'll see, but what, what I, what I have noticed is that 
if something starts to like really trend on online, especially yeah. TikTok, then that will then oftentimes force the radio to play it. <laughs> Curiosity so, is, is that, and, and that's a real statement. And also I'm gonna throw this out there, not just cause I have you on the line and I, I am a, a new fan of not just your music, but how you move in terms of it. But I'm, I'm calling out all the stations who wanna be different, dare to be different. I'm daring all the people out there to break all the barriers of how things are because you're a music head. We gave birth to this. The times that we heard this on radio stations, hey, let me call and say, hey, can you run that back? You know what I mean? That used to be yeah, a lot yeah. of fun to do because we did that and we did it on high levels where it was so much fun to be a part of that community and it grew. And that's what I'm challenging all the people out there. Like, hold me accountable to what I say because I promise you this, I got control over what runs 24-7 on my station. But hold me accountable just like everybody else needs to be held accountable. I am daring to be different because we need a variety of music, period. Yeah, absolutely. Man, and I thank you for being a pioneer in that way as well. You know what I mean? Where you're like, nope, this is great music. I'm going to share it. You know, people want to know that they come to my, you know, my station to support my work because they know they're going to hear great work. You know what I mean? And so thank you. Thank you for seeing me and seeing the way. Hey, Chess, I'm just following the old blueprint, man. Like, this stuff (laughs) is not new. This ain't new. This is not new. The fun excitement of music should always be fun and excitement, period. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's super dope to me that I could be a part of your journey as you go through it as well. And um, a couple of quick questions with you. Like, um, with Retrograde being out and available on Spotify and other streaming networks as well, um what are what else are we going to see in regards to this project more more visuals videos tours more More visuals um i'll definitely be using it um a lot to support um you know the content that i do online and stuff like that as a digital creator but also i've really like so you mentioned bruno mars earlier for new year's eve i saw bruno mars and i'm not gonna lie it inspired me um and gave me some ideas because he's an artist who also kind of uses like a, a throwback kind of feel with, with he's different. Music. He's different. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And see, and real quick, before you continue, mm-hmm. you don't sound like him. He don't sound like you. Y'all got your own box. And that's yeah. what makes it dope. Because when you, when you start listening to, or looking out for music, as far as that goes, you want a variety of sounds, right? You just want it. You just want each one to be different. He don't sound like you. You don't right. sound like him. And that's thumbs up for me. Go ahead. Continue, man. Yeah. Yeah. And as I saw that his show, it actually gave me some ideas to how I wanted to present uh, retrograde as a, you know, as a live performance. And so I've been thinking about oh. that. So that's going to be. Oh, next. wait, you're, you're did, you get, did you get inspired by somebody that you actually want to go and do something different? Oh, right. Yeah. What, right. what an idea. What a concept. What? Right. <laughs> what? Yeah. I love so, it. I love our, it. You know, I was trying to take notes in the concert. I was like, God, dog it. Because, like, <laughs> you know, they had our phones locked up. You know what I mean? So we right, right. So I had to um, I had to cheat a little bit. So it was it was locked in the bag. <laughs> and I could, like, stick my finger in the bag. And yeah, so I stuck yeah. my finger in the bag and, like, powered my phone on. And then from my watch, <laughs> I sent yeah. an email to myself of, like, some some thoughts that I had, like, ideas and concepts and stuff. I was like, oh, you Love know what I mean? Love it. Love um, it. I was like, oh, wait, this will be, you know, oh, oh, and I thought about this. And, you know, I was like, you know, 
And that's and and I think that's what you know great art does is that it inspires you know others to you know have their own ideas and to you know to be unique in the ways that you know that they are and celebrate right. that you know um because yeah man it's a beautiful thing to witness uh to be a part of and, and just uh two quick ones one um social media give that out there to the people uh where can they find you websites all that stuff you do have a website right I do have a website. Yeah, yeah. So my handle I still, um, I still believe in websites by the way, not just yeah. social media. I still believe in that. <laughs> yeah, um so my handle is all the same. It's uh Chester Gregory across the board for all social media platforms, um Facebook <laughs> for those who are still there, uh Instagram, <laughs> you know, uh Twitter, uh TikTok, it's all Chester Gregory and most platforms are verified. So you'll see the the little check to know that's really me, not no underscore, nothing like that. However, with the music, with the music, it's chess as an acronym. So put a dot in between each letter. And that goes to my music. If you put in Chester Gregory, it's going to take you to other work that I've done for soundtracks of shows and stuff like that. Um, but to go to my music and to hear the type of music, the genre that I'm in, uh, you put in chess as an acronym. Um, yeah. And, and the acronym stands for Collectively Healing Every Single Soul. There you go. Love it. Love it. And not only are you going to get follow, like, supports, all that stuff that social media does and is a part of, and it's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, you'll you'll be you'll be caught up into the world of radio as far as what we intend on doing for you moving forward. Not just with this project, but you know, in celebration of your entire catalog, as well as anything else that you are pushing forward. So, you know, I'm proud of you on that level. Um, but this is a, a, a not a, a multiple choice question, but this last question is literally decade lace. So when it comes to music, what is Chess's favorite music decade? No wrong answers, by the way. Ah, uh, it's two of them. These are neck and neck. The nineties and the seventies. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. You, I, if, if I had to pick, I would go with the 70s over the 90s only because the 90s used so much music from the 70s. That is true. That is true. So in the 70s, I mean, that's when uh, recording to me was kind of at its peak um, because like just the thick drum sounds and all of that some of the greatest drum loops are from the 70s um the way the songs were structured the chord progressions the feeling behind it and you know what i mean like there's just here my dear was in the 70s you know what i mean like the 70s i think is just a, a tremendously golden era of music but the 90s also kind of mirrors that in its own way especially with the 90s bringing so many elements of the 60s and especially the 70s into that music and so you know i would go with the 70s because it laid the foundation for a lot of music up until you know today you know i can't hate on none of that um because the 90s does you know it tugs on my heartstrings because everybody was winning at that particular time it was it was so beautiful to see um 70s literally you know you can even go backwards gave birth to a lot of stuff so my my, my quick question is you left the 80s out why why'd you leave 
Why'd you leave one of my favorite decades out, man? Why? I know a lot of people oh, give hey. 80s out. A lot, a lot of people give 80s a hard time. The 80s did give us a lot of great music. Yeah. A lot of black people were listening to um the, the songs and stuff that came on MTV, right? Even yeah. though black people did rock and roll. Um, but like there was a lot of people listening to kind of like both black and white artists, but like um they played very few black artists on like MTV and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of music was informed by, you know. That kind of thing. So that was a great era too, even though a lot of people don't like to admit it for whatever reason. Agreed. Like, um, <laughs> one of my favorite ones, and I know you came from man. Like, there's a lot of '80s music soundtracks to movies that was so near and dear to our hearts during that decade. Like, you can't you can't listen to a song without remembering a movie in some cases, right? So you know, um, and then that decade was full of diversity, as you mentioned. I mean, MTV really kind of shattered a lot of stuff. And clearly one of your guys, Michael Jackson, um, kind of took that. I mean, you can't go wrong when you mention Thriller. Yeah. Enough said when it comes to that and just how that changed how so many people viewed, listened to, looked at music just from that one guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That in itself was record breaking at that time. I don't think mm -hmm. I've never ever because, you know, I was a little one back then but i just still remember moments to that day uh that thriller was released billy jean motown 25 man come on man like you got so many so many different uh ways of thinking about it i mean you know you can bundle up the 70s 80s and 90s and that was probably one of the greatest runs of music in um you know ever in in in, in life <laughs> you know what i mean like literally yeah. those 30 years yeah, I, I agree, and I'm very happy to be alive for each one of those decades. You know? Hey, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, Chess, my man, give shout-outs, bro. This is your floor. Oh, man, I just want to thank you uh, to, you know, my supporters, my people who just been there with me from the beginning, whether it was musical or whatever, you know what I mean? I'm, you know, um, <laughs> back in the days we doing musicals and stuff, I was like, you know, like, who's your favorite artist? I'd be like, Jay Dilla, and they'd be like, "Who? Like what? Like what are you <laughs> talking about?" Like, yeah, they're like, "You don't listen to Forty Second Street?" No, I don't. Oh my god! <laughs> I listen to Jay Dilla, Tribe Called Quest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The rhymes, like you know what I mean, like all that kind of stuff. So, like, anyway, so thank you to like just all of my all of my supporters, my friends, the people who you know, whether it's been like the people who just enjoy the content that I've created, you know, about like wellness and like humorous stuff or Zodiac stuff or whatever it is. And, you know, and the people that have supported my merch, like I have merch. Um, I had the album artwork out on t-shirts before the album was even out. Nice. <laughs> and, nice. <laughs> and so like now um, just the people who just been incredibly supportive, you all have been instrumental in me uh, overcoming um, self-doubt and, you know, knowing that to trust my intuition and that how I feel I should share a message with the world knowing that it'll resonate with people. So, yeah. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Uh, not just you coming on the next legacy, but also uh, continuing what I feel is a life mission when it comes to music. It's kind of like once you're initiated into this arena of sound and you set a bar, right? You set a bar for yourself. Mm -hmm. So whatever you do, we're going next. You know you're gonna have to put in some extra, extra, uh, 
into it, right? Like, you know, you got you got a challenge ahead of yourself. You won one championship. Can you win another? Well, <laughs> and I, yeah, so 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 yeah, I think that question is a trap, right? Because <laughs> it's like because it's like, what do you do, right? So after you make thriller, what do you do next? You know what right, I mean? Right, you right. About, <laughs> you talk about that in the book, uh, the book uh, Big Magic. It's Elizabeth uh-huh. Gilbert. Um, she wrote Eat Pray Love, and Eat Pray Love was so successful. She's like, Oh God, what am I gonna do next? Right? The author of To Kill a Mockingbird. It was a classic. So they're like, oh God, what am I gonna do next? Right. And so, like, and so like, <laughs> um, so what I will say is that retrograde was only one part, one third of the idea I had in this totality, right? So I already have the next three album, the, the three album, I already have the title. So it's retrograde, then it's so retrograde moon, then it's equinox earth, then it's solstice sun. And all three of them, it's called the project's called Trifecta. And so it's about the, the, the ever you know evolving journey of life. So retrograde is a reflective period. We look back at ourselves, being able to really face the dark part of ourselves or whatever, the darkness, why we allow certain things to then see the light. Equinox is about, um, so like retrograde is the moon, equinox right. is the plus symbol. And the plus symbol means a lot of different things. The plus symbol is actually also the um, plus symbol with a circle around it is also the actual equinox of the earth, right? Plus, meaning you're thinking about somebody else besides yourself, right? Plus, and the circle is also the symbol of a female, the woman, right? And so it's about the discovery of love and all of that stuff. And you know what I mean? Wow. I want to kind of make a baby making album, but I have have an idea how I want to approach that. And then so, Sol- Jess, are you are you huh? publicly saying right now that you are coming out? This is a first with retrograde. This is the first of a trilogy that yes. you are coming out with. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man. Hey, I man, I, I can't I can't thank you enough. You got me excited for this reason. I, you know, I, I've had my my fights with music in my lifetime. I've loved it, hated. You know, same thing with radio. You love it. You want to put it down, put it away. You love it. Let me go. Let me go get it out of the closet. Let me bring it back. You know, it's like that favorite pair of shoes or something like that. You know what? It's time to wear this shit. Let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, I just feel like you are creating a level of excitement that the world needs to share as well. So like I told you to start the show is how I'll end it. And just let you know that not only is rotation going to be a must, we will plug and promote and share the love with other of our radio peers to let them know because each one teach one, people help people. We do whatever the hell we can in order to see that person do his best self on evolution. And if I could be the catalyst and be like, yo, this right here is a start of a whole other trilogy when it comes to music. We don't hear that stuff no more, man. We don't hear about, I mean, you know, you, you hear double albums and all that stuff, but we don't hear like, you know what? There's a starting point to my first album and this trilogy will complete that part of my journey. But then there's another yes. journey that's coming soon that you may not exactly. even know about. Right. So yeah. just saying, just saying, but man, I'm, I'm your biggest supporter right now. And I know my staff at Next Legacy is going to do all that we can in order to get this out to the best of our abilities. But I can't thank you enough, man. You you didn't, you didn't, 
before I even met you, man, your your music won me over, bro. So this is like <laughs> this is icing wow. on the cake, man. This is this is perfect. This is perfect. Um, Brandon, thank you so much, man. Thank you, man. That's that's man. This the perfect kickoff to um you know launching you know the uh, the album you know so oh yeah man we gonna spread this like wildfire bro like watch watch what we do moving forward man it's gonna be a great look so hey on behalf of next legacy radio i appreciate you um can't wait to have a sequel to this interview that yes. might be part of a trilogy interview that might come as well come on somebody just saying <laughs> yeah yeah but hey man you got all the all the you know all the appreciation with all your accomplishments so far and um and i know you are put on this earth to do greater things so i know you're going to continue to do great things man and i appreciate you bro man i appreciate you too thank you so much for having me again